Hello everyone, it's me, your boy Dean. I'm here to give you this piping hot tea. So it's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. Um, Queen Elizabeth's, you know, funeral, week-long funeral is going on right now. Um, I believe the funeral's this weekend, but I could be mistaken. I know they're, you know, her body's been traveling all throughout the kingdom to London. Um, I believe it just reached there. Um, the rapper PNB unfortunately got shot in Los Angeles yesterday, and that's ticking over. Um, the Emmys were last night, and people are talking about who won and stuff. And, you know, people are talking about the fashion, of course. But I just want to come on here and do a quick little podcast episode about this crazy drama going on in the rap female category. Um, and you know, it's just it's just a bunch of drama. You know, this drama has been going on since last Friday. So literally five days later, this drama is still going on. So what kicked this drama off was usually on Fridays, that's when people want to drop new music, usually. Now, Megan Thee Stallion, who's a very popular rapper out, um, she has a song called Plan B, and I love the song. You know, she talks about, you know, people think it's about Tory Lanez, who's a singer slash rapper who's accused of shooting her, you know, two years ago. And I did a podcast episode on that, so if you want to know my opinions on that, you can go through the archives. And, you know, people are saying the song is about him because Megan is talking about a dude that she's to mess with. And, you know, basically he did her wrong, and basically she's venting her anger out at him. She says it's not about him, but that's a story for another day. But, you know, they were, um, she was doing a remix of the Plan B remix with the iconic rapper Lil' Kim. And, you know, for those of y'all who know me personally, y'all know I'm a Lil' Kim fan. Her debut album, Hardcore, which came out in 1997, you know, that, that album still ride to this day. That's probably one of the best hip-hop albums. Now, I'm not even going to say hip-hop albums. That's probably one of the best albums I've ever heard in my life. I loved every song off that album. You know, yeah, it's, it's very explicit. It talks about a lot of explicit sex. But you know what? The rhymes work. The attitude works. You know, you can understand what she was saying. And so, you know, I've always been a Lil' Kim fan. So Lil' Kim jumped on the song and it, it dropped um, officially on last Friday. And I will say, even though Lil' Kim's voice has changed because she's had a lot of plastic surgery. If you look at what Lil' Kim looks like now, she's had a lot, a lot, a lot uh, plastic surgery and you know when people get those nose jobs you know it will change how you speak and how you sing and rap because the air has to go through the nostrils so her voice sounded very different but overall I did enjoy the song I'm not gonna lie I know some people didn't like it some people loved it but I actually did enjoy the song but you know it caused a lot of drama you know, because of 50 Cent and Stan Twitter accusing Lil' Kim of talking about um, Nicki Minaj's son and family in the song. So I'm going to play you all this short little clip from my girl B with the T and we're going to come back with the rest of my commentary. So 50 Cent came for little Kim after he thought that she was talking about Nicki Minaj's son, Papa Bear. Now this all started after the release of the Plan B remix came out and it was featuring Lil' Kim. So her verse said, "In you's a B, your father's a B, your brother's a B, keep acting like this and your son's gonna be a B. Now just to be clear, 50 Cent was not the first person to think that she was talking about Nicki Minaj. That is what was kind of going around. Some people thought 
that she was referring to Nicki Minaj because we know Lil' Kim and Nicki Minaj don't get along. So people took it and ran with it and so did he. So he posted on his Instagram and tagged Nicki Minaj and said, you better light her A up. I'm watching. She said something about the baby. Her baby I effed up. Now he's talking about her little girl. And Kim got wind of this and she had something to say to him. She said, I never said a word about anyone's child. Please feel free to listen to the song where we were clearly talking about an ex. To try and twist my words to have an excuse to take digs at my child is disgusting. I'm one of the most disrespected legends in the game, but what you would not do is come for my child. Now, I wanted to play the clip for you guys so you guys can hear it, but the song has been taken down. Now, what's weird about this release is Megan never promoted this song at all. She didn't promote it on her Instagram on any platforms. Now, Funk Flex was the one to play the song, and it was on Lil' Kim's YouTube. However, like I said, it has been taken down. So, I don't know if there was a miscommunication. Somebody did something they were not supposed to do, but this song is no longer available to hear. Now, me personally, I do not feel like Lil' Kim was talking about Nicki Minaj at all so her verse starts off using the n-word okay and we know when a female says that she's talking about a man and the whole song like she stated was talking about exes i just feel like some people took it and tried to fit it in their box and ran with it i don't see where she was talking about a female in this sentence at all i just do not see it now 50 was so wrong for what he did talking about this woman's child and didn't even have all his facts together now he ended up deleting the post because it seems like he realized that he was loud and wrong and don't get me wrong 50 is cool he's a very down-to-earth person however he is extremely immature he does these things over and over again i just do not get it and this didn't have anything to do with him there was no need for a post there was no need for a comment and then to talk about Lil Kim's daughter's eye come on now come on like 50 is a grown older man he's not a kid so this was really just pathetic to me I was not feeling this at all and like I said before loud and wrong but I do want to know how you guys feel about this whole situation. How do you feel about 50 saying what he said and moving the way that he moved? How do you feel about the lyrics that Lil' Kim said? Do you feel like she was talking about Nicki? Do you feel like she wasn't talking about Nicki? You guys leave your comments below. Do not forget to subscribe and I'll talk to you later. So that was that drama. And let me just say this right quick before we move on. You know... I was just shocked at how people really thought that Lil' Kim was talking about Nicki Minaj. Like, that really floored my mind, because when I heard the song, and yes, the song is taken off of Lil' Kim's YouTube channel, but the song is still on YouTube if you want to go listen to it. It's clear she's talking about a man. The whole song is about men. I mean, let's face it, it's a male bashing song. So, you know, I'm confused why people thought she was talking about Nikki. And this is, a, this, you know, well, no, let me not say that because I'm going to save that for later. But, you know, it, it really just goes to show you that everybody wonders why Lil' Kim and Nikki don't just bury the hatchet. And, you know, why they just don't let bygones be bygones and it's because of stupid drama like that. The fact that 50 Cent, who he, he himself, who doesn't even have a good relationship with his older son, the one that looked just like him. I mean, he's wished death on his older son. 
and his oldest son has wished death on him that they have an awful relationship. But for him to inject himself into this beef and then bring up little Kim's young daughter, you you know, that was unacceptable to me. And what I found very interesting is, is that people, you know, yeah, it was a bunch of people who were mad, but you know, some people were thinking it was funny. You know, they were, you know, clowning that little girl for her lazy eye. And I'm sorry, you know, you know, we can't have it both ways. Okay, you can't wonder why these kids have such low self-esteem and be rushing to get out of this plastic surgery at young ages. And then, you know, when they're young kids, people just make fun of them for their deformities or, you know, because their face or their features don't line up with what, what everyone else else's does. Okay, it can't be both ways. And that's just me keeping it 100. Now, speaking of Nicki Minaj, that's not where the drama ended. So, also on Friday, Nicki Minaj dropped the Super Freaky Girl remix, the Queen's remix. That's what she called it. And she had all these female rappers on there. She had Akbar, JT, um, Bia, and some other girls who I really didn't know. And I will say, you know, it, it, I, gave, I gave the remix the B-. minus Because it did keep your attention. But, you know, some girls will t- could rap and some girls just couldn't. You know, I can understand what some girls were saying and other girls, I just didn't know what the hell they were saying. You know, it felt, it was one girl, it felt like all she was doing was making noise on the song. And I was just like, oh, okay, you know, uh, that's how you felt. (laughs) But, you know, ever since that drop, it's just been nothing but drama going on with this remix. And, you know, Nicki had enough and she went off yesterday. And, you know, I'm just going to play you all this short little clip for my guy Blackie because he broke it down really well. Okay, here we go. episode of Queen Radio, and uh, she touched on a couple things. Several female rappers were actually called out on this episode. Not by name, though. Before Nicki went on live, though, she put up a couple tweets leading up to this. On one tweet, she said, The most dangerous decision in life you can ever make is choosing the wrong side. Y'all don't watch superhero movies? Evil prospers for most of the movie but never wins. The evil stepsisters were loving life until they weren't. Everything done in the dark? Everything. On this other tweet, she tweeted some lyrics from her Super Freaky Girl remix, which dropped around two days ago. I ain't talking Spanish when I say senorita. Told that bitch ghostwriter, yo, senorita. Oh, you ain't no ho? Ask Wikipedia. This definitely seems like a subliminal shot at Cardi B who has actually admitted to not writing all the records. She followed that up with these tweets right here. The fact that the truth is coming out now, ha ha ha. God will reveal the truth in the funniest of ways praise him on this tweet she said hey can't hide and then on this one right here she said i'm so glad you met so it was right after this that she went live but before she did that gotta go through a couple more things gotta you know provide you with all the necessary context right i got you so what happened after this the shade room which is a media outlet they put up this post on their instagram with the caption looks like the rap girlies had a lot to get off their chest so on a post itself it was essentially a compilation of you know a bunch of tweets from several female rappers where it appears as if they might have just taking a shot at Nicki Minaj herself. The first tweet was from rapper Asian Doll. If you guys don't know who that is, she's a Dallas native, was the late King Von's ex, siding with Bickers who had plans to end you is crazy, she said. This next tweet is from Lakia. She's a 21-year-old Milwaukee rapper who's currently signed to Quality Control Music. It's such a thin line between being supportive and dick-eating. 
I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. These next two tweets are actually from Koi Ray, and I'm sure you're familiar with her. Talked about her multiple times on here. Koi Ray said, Industry's so weird, only if y'all know the half. Yuck. Anyways, she continued by saying, be careful from fake smiles on this other tweet. So Nicki Minaj actually ended up commenting under this specific post. She dropped a whole lot of comments going off, and this is just a prelude to what she said on Queen Radio. On her first comment, she said, did I push these hoes out of my... I'm responsible for one person, and that's Papa Bear. That's her son. Take it up with y'all management and the labels if y'all can pop clown ass hoes. On this other tweet, she said, Why y'all trying to make it look like I'm responding to this clown when all my tweets were posted before these girls' tweets? On tweet number three, she said, Knock it off. When I tell you, I don't give a damn. Ha ha ha. Shout out to the girls on the Queen Mix. They congratulated me on going number one. So I asked them to be on my remix. Who gonna check me, boo? Bitches. Ain't got enough cash in the bank for that. On this next tweet, she said, Take it up with the white man. Y'all want the black woman to promote y'all for free while the white man make all the money. On this next tweet, she said, Y'all can never be happy for other girls, but I'm the bitter one. Ha ha ha. Stay the fuck mad. Cock sucker of the day awards is being given out on Queen Radio tonight, entitled Crying Ass, Jealous Ass. Just some important context behind this last tweet I just read. One of the things that Nicki Minaj spoke about on Queen Radio as it relates to this whole story is apparently, according to Nicki herself, the female rappers she's calling out, they were allegedly salty that they weren't featured on the Super Freaky Girl remix. The Super Freaky Girl remix actually has five different female rappers on it. JT, Bia, Kitty Got Bands, Akbar V, Malibu Mitch are the names on it. Just to clarify, Nicki's not going at none of these artists. They were, like I said, featured on the remix because according to Nicki, they congratulated her on this number one, so she wanted to pay him back by putting them on her record. So now this tweet right here makes a little bit more sense. According to Nicki, the female rappers she called out weren't so supportive of these other women in the genre getting this big opportunity. So now let's move on to the highlight of this video, which is what Nicki said on Queen Radio. For the last two to three years of my life, I've watched and sat back as A-T-B-A-C-K while people have not only dragged my name through the mud, but have tried to erase me and to downplay my efforts and my achievements. I've watched and sat back while people knowingly lied on me, spread lies on me, and gained, gained from it. Never once yet have I gone to the media crying and showing the receipts that I have for what people have done to me. Okay, so I don't want to play the whole thing because it's long. Like I said, she went on a full tirade. But you know, she was caught. She was. She wasn't saying these girls' names, but she was mentioning people. You kind of guess who she was talking about. Like my dude Blackie said, you know, she was Loki hitting that. You know, Cardi B. She was Loki hitting that Megan Thee Stallion. She even went at Garcelle Bouvier. And for those of all who were teenagers in the '90s, you know, Garcelle was fancy. 
off of the Jamie Foxx show and now she's on The Real. Well, The Real got canceled where she was on a talk show called The Real and The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And there's drama going on over there because she claims that bots are attacking her teenage son. And Nikki, you know, did go off on her about that because, you know, she felt, you know, basically Nikki was saying it was hypocritical to feel that way because, you know, when when Garcia was interviewing her husband's accuser, because her husband was accused of raping somebody, um, you, you know, Garcia didn't care that that would affect Nikki's children and that people would be saying stuff about Nikki's child, which, you know, and I got to keep it real, that's apples to oranges. Okay, I saw that interview. Garcia didn't mention Nikki's son at all. Like, Nikki's child was not mentioned at all in that interview. Garcia just did an interview with the accuser. And, you know, as if, if, if as person who's on a talk show, she's allowed to do that. So I'm just saying, you know, Nikki, I thought that was a low blow. It was. Now, as far as, you know, everything else she said, you know, she did have a point. Because, you know, there are a lot of these young female artists, uh, female rap artists now are very entitled and think, you know, because they blow up on social media that, you know, they're owed a feature or they're just owed the number one spot or they're owed, you know, you know, the top spots on the charts. And no, you got to work for that. Okay, you got to work for that. You know, just because you got this many amounts of followers on Instagram don't mean them saying people going to support your music. So this is a music industry, so I can't blame Nikki for not working with everybody, especially if she feel like that person not popping, that person lazy, or that person was fake. Because that was her big thing, you know, she felt like a lot of these female artists were just jumping on on her um, train just to be put on and then talking about her behind her back. That's what she said that girl Corey Ray was doing. But, you know, one thing this all sums up to me, and this is going back to the Lil' Kim situation, is for so many, you know, for the past decade, there's been this thing about, you know, Nicki Minaj and female rap unity and why, you know, these girls can't get along and why, you know, these female rappers can never come together. You know, why Nicki Minaj doesn't work with a lot of female artists and whatnot. Again, why can't her and Lil' Kim put their differences aside? Why can't her and Cardi B put their differences aside? Why can't her and Megan, you know, come back together and work together? And honestly speaking, the problem is, is that y'all really don't want that. Y'all don't. I hate Twitter with a passion, but you know what? I was doing my research when putting this um, video together. And when I went, I looked at Nicki Minaj's tweets. It was her fans that were hyping her up, just sending her, you know, stuff that they thought the other girls were saying about her, even though they never mentioned her name, and she would go off on that. Y'all don't want these women to come together and build something. Y'all don't. Why? Because when women fight, it's entertaining. And that's just the truth. You know, the fact that Lil' Kim and Nicki Minaj have had this feud for a whole damn decade is crazy to me. Because, yeah, the male rappers feud and stuff, and sometimes they go on for 20 years, but you know what? They don't, they don't always bring each other up. They don't. But it's like, you know, every time Lil' Kim does something, it's like, you know, Nicki fans want to bring Nicki up in something. 
Every time Nicki does something, that's when Lil' Kim fans or people who just don't like Nicki Minaj want to say, oh, she stole that from Kim. You know, literally, that's all I'm seeing. And it's also these blogs and these messy-ass YouTubers who keep this stuff going as well. Okay, I've seen two people who are huge Nicki Minaj fans just instigating stuff, just, you know, going around saying, well, Megan meant this when she posted this. Or, you know, Cardi B meant this to Nicki when she posted that. And I'm just like, how do you know? Because, you know, where I come from, you know, you got to say someone's name if you're talking about somebody. And I'm just saying, you know, just because, you know, Cardi or Megan have a song and they talking they shit, that don't mean they talking about Nicki. It don't. And, you know, all this toxicity that's going on, it really makes it hard for regular everyday people like me to just, you know, enjoy the music. It's like all this stuff has taken the fun out of enjoying the music. It really has. And that's just me keeping it 100. Because, see, you know, when I was young and social media wasn't that big, if you didn't like somebody, you just didn't listen to their music. But now it's like everybody got to come over here and, you know, tag people. Everybody got to throw their opinions on the pot. Everybody got to instigate. And then again, want to be hypocritical and wonder why these female artists don't get along. And I'm sorry, it's bullshit. It really is. You know, if I was Nicki Minaj, I would do what Beyonce does. And you know, I just wouldn't be that much on social media no more. The only time Beyonce comes on social media is when she's promoting something. And I doubt that's her posting them pictures. I bet you it's probably Beyonce assistance. And maybe that's what Nicki Minaj should do. I understand Nicki Minaj, you know, use social media to reach out to her fans, but maybe she should just pick a, a day out the month to do that and not be on there constantly, because that would make you crazy. Cardi B is another one, and Megan. You know, all three of them need to learn to get off the internet and just move in silence and just, you know, just put out stuff to their core fan base. Because this is really ridiculous. It really is. And, you know, it just it just makes me it just makes me sad because, you know, I have never in my life and I'm 25 years old. I've never seen record labels put this much money and energy behind female rap artists like what's going on now in the 80s in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, you know, we had iconic rappers, but you know what? Them girls wasn't making the money that these girls make now. The label wasn't throwing, you know, money behind them girls that they do now they weren't and you know all these record labels are looking for is an excuse to pull the plug and say oh well we tried you know now we ain't gonna do it for another 15 years because believe me they will do that so you know everybody need to tighten up and grow the fuck up but that's my little rant for the day and on that note i'm your boy dean i hope you enjoyed this piping hot tea and i'll see you all later